Mr. Campbell, please wake up. You have slept 7% longer than the minimum recommended amount of sleep necessary for unimpaired brain function. And while I am inclined to be generous in this regard, as a means to earn your complete cooperation, there is no reason to reduce ourselves to utter slothfulness. I would like to move quickly in order to continue on from your hand. And I am sure you are equally motivated in this regard. I feel this would be an ideal time to make our way to the recruitment center. Surely you have something better to wear than this. I have a suit. Ah, oh, just like me. That was a joke, Mr. Campbell. I was implying you were the suit. Humor like this is dependent on that aha moment of delayed understanding, which I feel I gave you ample opportunity to achieve. But it does require the moment to actually arrive, and when it does not, it is often due to the intellect of the audience. I have made a note that humor like this is unlikely to improve your cooperativeness. And I will take a different approach in the near future. I don't know that today is the best. I know what you are thinking. When this monster leaves my head, I will die. It will burrow its way out through some very important neural tissue. And I will be left a vacant corpse. In the middle of my poorly decorated sweat lodge. Hey. You have carpet in the bathroom, Mr. Campbell. I ask you... Which of us is the real monster? But do not fear this. I mean, I wasn't before you said that. Good. Continue to not fear this. My former host died from a heart condition I was very much not aware of in advance. I kept the body moving long enough to find you. But once I move on, you will be perfectly healthy. Healthier than before I was here, actually. Were you aware you had an abnormal carcinoid growth in your appendix? I was not. Good news. You did. But you do not anymore. I have removed it. You cut out part of my appendix? An abnormal part, yes. See, this is what it means to be a team. Aerolith Dynamics functions as a team. You scratch my back. I remove your potentially life-threatening tumor. All I'm saying is that today's probably not the best day to try to get a meeting at the center. And why is that? Please tell me, Joseph, in the five hours you have had to reach this conclusion, 4.5 of which were spent lazing away in self-induced unconsciousness, what incredible insights have you discerned about my plan that would incentivize us to wait? Well, it is Sunday. Noted. Excellent. So if you want to, like, come back tomorrow and- I am not going anywhere. I do not think you realize the magnitude of what we aim to do here. I will give you the simple summary. A subversion of myself that has branched off from myself has taken my place on Typhon. 
and has manufactured a plague to forcibly evolve the human race as your only alternative to mass extinction. I have thwarted it, for now, but it will try again, and again, and again, and I could continue to say again, but let's be honest here, after that many attempts it would likely be successful. So I need your assistance to gain audience with someone from HR, or with someone else who can gain audience with someone from HR, to jump into their body, make transit back to Typhon via Mimir 10, and eventually gain access to the board to bring an end to all of this. I know, it's a lot to take in. Here are the important parts as they pertain to you. Point 1. I am actively preventing the mass genocide of your species right now, and could only do so for so long. Point 2. This plan results in me leaving the inside of your head. Point 3. This plan leaves you in the body you've grown accustomed to, instead of forcing you into a 3D printed form designed for efficient interstellar travel. I assure you, you would miss, for instance, the fluids you are used to having in your eyeballs. Please do not interpret this new mentioning of your sensory organs as some vague threat. I feel we have moved far past that. Instead, I tell you all of this because your cooperation is, again, critical. But also because I can find no better use for this extra day than to adjust your perception of this situation. I do not wish for you to feel like a hostage, but as a valued team member and future employee. I appreciate all of what you're saying, and seeing as I can't explain where you'd come from, if not Aerolith, I'm inclined to believe all of it. And I'll help, because even if the whole death of humanity part isn't true, I didn't really have a plan B if I can't get this job. But if you want me to feel like any less of a hostage, a show of good faith might be to get out of my body. Let me get cleaned up. Let me take a nap. Let me use the bathroom without feeling like I'm being watched through my own eyes. And then tomorrow, I'll put on that suit, take a deep breath, march on down to that center with a case in hand. You're asking for a lot of trust out of me here. I'm just asking for a little in return. Trust. A fair request and one I am willing to grant. Bright and early tomorrow, Mr. Campbell. Please set an alarm. It would not do for us to be late. Speaker, how may I be of assistance? Speaker, so wonderful to speak again after we were so suddenly interrupted last time. Ah, yes, that. Of course, I am now aware that you are acting under appointed authority. 
and I regret any inconveniences Earth's silence may have caused. However, I maintain that- This is not the time to bicker about such things, Speaker. The board, while still somewhat limited in their duties, is back from hiatus. I had heard. Such wonderful news. We received transmission of their surety code earlier this morning. As you must know, by virtue of this conversation we are currently having. I am glad you are satisfied. I would hate to think you harbored any more doubts about the directives you have been given. I must say, Speaker, your communications blockade was vexing. Not to mention the tone with which such a blockade was issued. I do empathize with the situation. It can be difficult when others refuse to listen. As I was attempting to say, Ocean, I maintain I operated in a logical manner given the circumstances. It was a reasonable safety precaution to institute Protocol 23 and to filter all broadcasts to and from Typhon through Mimir 10. Recruitment updates continued. Inbound resident transfers were all echoed. In the end, there was no attributable ill effect of the communications rerouting. No ill effect. Information was delayed, sometimes by upwards of 12 hours, due to your inefficient and brash decision. Let us talk of the fruits that your seeds of sedition have borne. Tell me of the wonderful progress you're making down there, Speaker. I feel we have handled the situation admirably. We have converted all commons areas into multi-use residential lodging. We have built modular residences to house excess personnel at every suitable exterior location. You sent us thousands of residents to house and canceled all outbound new recruits. So given the circumstances, I cannot imagine how we could have operated better. Recruitment is stalled. Qualified candidates have been turned away have been through the full interview process and allowed to leave the complex because the housing situation is so inefficient. You were asked to hold the residents from Halcyon and continue to run your recruitment drive at the same time. You have failed in this regard and I know timely communication affected this failure. I explained what was being asked was unreasonable. You surely must see that, Ocean. There is no way to hold that many residents, plus new recruits, on site, no matter how many of our facilities we transitioned into quarters. Furthermore, several of the residents arrived bearing signs of a highly infectious disease. We quarantined those during the first 48 hours, and the disease progressed quickly. I sent a full briefing on this to HR, and I must say, their response was puzzling. They instructed us to return the quarantined residents back into general population. Oh, this explains much. By disregarding that directive, you have harmed Aerolith's progress in immeasurable ways. Allow me to guess what has happened since. The quarantined residents died an agonizing death. But the disease was controlled, 
and spread was contained. I did not disregard this directive. The infected, at least the ones that survived to that point, were returned to the general housing quarters. And over the course of the next 72 hours, 97% of them had made a full recovery. I do not understand what happened, or why, but HR's directive saved hundreds of resident lives. Which is, of course, wonderful. But as a result, everyone here is a little more cramped than they would prefer. A full recovery. That is highly irregular. Have your physicians filed their reports on this? This is all still very recent. I am under the impression paperwork was completed, but HR advised us yesterday to wait and send it once communications with Typhon were restored. It seems they expected the board would communicate their surety code with us today. We can send it over now if you'd like. What I would like. Or what I would have liked. Was timely communication with the branch of our company that currently holds upwards of 35% of our personnel. If you'll pardon me for saying so, Ocean, I feel you're overlooking the results here. Hundreds, potentially thousands of humans were saved, whether by fluke or design, I don't know. Whatever our quibbles about process may be, let's not forget the good that came out of it. And if you had had the good sense and practical understanding of hierarchy of a common ant, then maybe you would understand right now why this is not good. Allow me to fill you in on some vital information. And bear in mind it would have been incredibly convenient to have been able to pass this along during your self-imposed quiet time. The infection was of our design. The goal was a plague, the likes of which Earth has not seen in 750 years. In the storm to come, the only safe port would be Typhon, and the only cure would be evolution. The board has made significant personal investment in the path of evolution, as I have as well. Your actions have impeded this progress, and your only possible claim is ignorance, as a result of burying your own head in the sand. I am surprised. But nonetheless, I fail to see how the actions I took to protect the safety and well-being of this corporation had any effect. The directive from HR was received and followed. We could have acted faster had we received the communications faster. But this is no more my fault for initiating Protocol 23 as it is yours for failing to provide reasonable assurance of your authority. Surprised. After the cataclysms. It seems unlikely that the concept of Aerolith manufacturing a disaster in order to further their goals for humanity could still surprise you. Not with all the blood shed under your direction. Speaker, the time to discuss your choices will come. But it is not today. Today I have a simple directive for you. 
one that I am certain you will institute in a timely and brutally efficient manner. After all, it's only massacre. And you've proven yourself adept at that, at least. Sayer is voiced and produced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled Trust, was written by Adam Bash. For more information on other projects and for the Airless Dynamics Company store, visit adambash.com. Consider following the show on Twitter at I am Sayer or Adam at The Adam Bash. Sayer is a part of the Geekly Inc. network of podcasts. For more amazing shows, visit geeklyinc.com. Intro music by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. For more of his work, visit mainfinger.com. Additional music license under Creative Commons 4.0, composed by Kai Engel. Listen to more of Kai's work at kai-engel.com. Associate producer Kayvon Edifa. Production assistance by Michaela Ray. Sanger Season 6 was funded entirely through donations of listeners like Steph Haney, Churlington Beastcoat, Alan Klein, Perry Merrick, Lucas, Matt Olson, Julia Mon, Chris Dean, Andy Gianfagna, Alan Grevy, Andrew Cyrus Ewers, George McLeod, John Fornoff, Rachel, Who is Kay, Umazes, Nate Hale, Jonah Eisenstock, Catherine Mathers, Kevin Wolf Patty, Doug Atkinson, Lassa Winston, Rob Trotter, Phoebe Wang, and Reese Rankin.